The following is a DC comic book review originally posted on dccomicsnews.com. Please visit dccomicsnews.com to read the full version of this podcast. This is the review for Damage Number 5. Written by Diogenes Neves and Robert Venditti. Artist, Clayton Henry. Summary. It's part two, and unnatural disasters continue to plague damage. Despite his promises at the end of the last issue, our hero is tied up in a hostile takeover and choked out by poison ivy, with 56 minutes of damage potential unused. Talk about all dressed up and going nowhere. Ethan awakens bound by plant roots. He is rescued by Jose and nursed back to health in time for round two with Ivy, only to find out that bigger problems have just arrived. Stick around for the positives. And now we're going to take a quick break to pay some bills with this word from our sponsor. Time for some positives. Damage looks different. Less Hulk. The arms look metallic or armored in this version. His face reminds me more of Bloodshot now. I like the change. I wonder if it means he can change details depending on his opponent. That could be an interesting story development. Also, during a flashback, it is revealed that the Damage Program is an extension of the Hour Man Program, which was created with the Miraclo formula. Miraclo created a host of complications and side effects for Hour Man. What future adverse complications await damage? Also, Ethan requires 23 hours of rest to recover from one hour's damage, and he cannot transform again until 23 hours have passed. Ethan's biology tells him when the time has passed, and it does not require an external clock. This could be an interesting device in future stories. A soldier during the flashback whispers, Remember the unknown soldier. I like this thread for future stories by referencing a character from DC history who has played the role of the ultimate mystery in titles like Superman and Swamp Thing. Unknown Soldier could provide damage with the chance to be in the right place at the right time. A few more positives. There's a nice setup on page 9 when Ivy discovers damage is free and begins ranting. For only one panel, Ivy's alter ego breaks through with the voice of ration and rationale, and then is gone. No doubt we will see this play a pivotal role in the next chapters. Also, Paparazzi, one of the hunters who works for Colonel Jonas, that power allows him to display mental images from a metal plate on the back of his head. A nice detail that separates this power from other telepathic examples and may become a vulnerability later. 
Another positive included Jose and Ethan, who have a great scene while they are hiding. Jose challenges Ethan to use his other half, damage, for good. Ethan is ashamed of the destruction he has caused, and the parts he can remember. It sets Ethan up to negotiate a compromise with damage, on a plan to work together. And finally, Gorilla Grodd and the Gorilla City Warriors attack, which means Ethan and Damage need a new plan. I like that Ethan's first attempt at teamwork is met with an overwhelming disadvantage. It creates the incentive for Damage and Ethan to withdraw and revert to their previous ways of managing threats. It also means that the only way to succeed will require trust and hopefully at a moment when it matters the most. And that's it for the positives. Stick around for the negatives from damage number two. And now we're going to take a quick break to pay some bills with this word from our sponsor. It's the negatives. It should be no surprise that my French bulldog Bruno has come in and there's a bit of snorting going on. You might recall he did this in my last podcast, and it appears to be something that is a response to the word negatives. So if you hear him in the background, I think that's just him, well, putting in his own two cents or snorts. Back to the negatives. I get that Ivy is an eco-terrorist and thus given to long speeches, but it feels unnecessary to spend so much time talking about the green when it doesn't have the same value I remember from Swamp Thing and Animal Man during the 52 launch. Also, there is a scene with one of the guys who helped Ethan in the last issue the colonel's interrogation is awkward, but informative. The immigration tension is hard to play out with authenticity when the intention is limited to the surface. I don't know if time or space impacted this decision, but it showed. My final comment in the negative category has to do with the fact that the narration last issue was stellar. And I miss that voice this time around. I don't expect it every issue. But this is the second part of a natural disaster. And I like continuity in the voices of my characters, storylines, and narrators. Stick around for my verdict. And a reason why, despite the negatives I just listed, I plan on reading Damage for many more issues to come. Time for the verdict. If you hear the snorting in the background, apparently Bruno likes to stick around for this part after the negatives. Maybe it helps him feel better that, you know, we don't end on a negative point. But in the verdict, I can simply say three out of five. Great development of Ethan's character. He needed this moment to begin forging ahead with the conditions he is facing instead of avoiding them. It is a strong turning point that will prepare him for the next challenge. Unfortunately, the other aspects of the story suffered without the same level of attention and detail. This series can still find balance, 
and creating a consistent voice or tone will help. If they continue to bring in new writers, then that responsibility will fall on the editors. I plan on reading more of Damage and look forward to seeing how these issues are addressed and the success I'm sure is coming just around the corner. Thanks for listening to my review of Damage number 5. And now we're going to take a quick break to pay some bills with this word from our sponsor. Thank you again for listening to Storytelling with Seth. Whether you're listening on Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, iOS, Google Play, or one of the many other platforms available, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. And if you're one of those generous supporters, thank you. If you didn't know, you can support my podcast while you're listening to this recording. Feel free to take a look for the link that says to support me. should be a really simple little button. And if you're having any trouble, don't hesitate to reach out and let me know. And I'll make sure that I'll do my best to help. But your listening, your continued support is what makes these podcasts possible. And I couldn't do it without you. So thank you again, not only for listening, but for your generous support and for all the different platforms that you listen to Storytelling with Seth. I look forward to sharing my next story with you soon.